is Alfredo Escalero, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversations. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. And what's up, Royals fans? Glad you are along for yet another edition of Clubhouse Conversation, the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players. It's Devo on this Sunday evening, August 2nd of 2015, and I am very excited to be joined by Alfredo Escalera this evening who currently plays for the Wilmington Blue Rocks, mainly in center field. But from talking to J.J. Piccolo a couple weeks ago, J.J. told me Alfredo's bat will decide where he plays. Right now, we kind of see him as more of a corner outfielder. So a guy who the Royals have a lot of faith in, a guy who has rewarded that faith when the Royals drafted him. He became the youngest player ever drafted, by the way, when Casey took him in the draft. He was 17.31 years old in 2012. The Royals took him out of Florida, Bradenton there at the Pendleton School. IMG Academy is his background. He moved to Florida to begin high school after being born in Puerto Rico, and Escalera has exploded this year, a guy who you'll be reading lots about uh, when the you know off-season prospect lists come out. If you haven't already been hearing about him, you will be. Slashing 340, 428, and 768 this year, still just 20 years old. Nine home runs, 18 out of 21, stealing bases. So a guy with who can throw 92 miles an hour, by the way, very good plus arm in the outfield, plus speed, plus tools pretty much across the board for Escalera, who joins us tonight on Clubhouse Conversation. And a guy, by the way, off the field who maybe doesn't get enough credit for what he's done. He even earned an award from President Obama. President's Volunteer Service Award. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about him receiving the Mike Sweeney Award. Comparisons to Carlos Beltran, who's also from Puerto Rico. That and so much more as Alfredo Escalera joins us after the game tonight in Wilmington, Delaware, here on Clubhouse Conversation. First of all, thanks so much for your time. And second of all, how's everything going with you? Uh, everything good so far. Um, we only got a couple, you know, months and a half left. And after that, we're going to the playoffs. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, totally, man. I got to congratulate you, too, uh, on a great season on both ends, uh, but also doing great things off the field, too. Let's start with that. So let's start with uh, two years ago. So President Obama gives you the Volunteer Service Award. So explain what that is and what that meant to you. Well, um, before I signed, uh, I always wanted to, you know, give give back. Um, you know, God's been good with me, um, you know, blessing me with a good, you know, great family. Um, you know, gave me the opportunity to sign with the Royals. So I always wanted, you know, to give back. And when I signed, you know, I, I got that opportunity because, you know, I, I got a little bit of money and I got a lot of friends that signed from Puerto Rico. They helped me out with that. And we, we managed to gather uh, $25,000 and we gave it to the UNICEF for the kids in Africa. So we got, we, we gave a cup of water to about a million uh, kids over there. You know, if you, if you calculate it like that, um, it was about a million cups of water. So, I mean, it was it was, it was was a great feeling for me to do that back. And then uh, UNICEF gave me that honor. Um, President Obama gave me that honor. And, you know, it was, it was great for me. I mean, I felt very good, and I always wanted to do it. So it was a great opportunity, and yeah. I took advantage of it. So Yeah, what a, what a cool story that is. Did you get to actually go to the White House and meet Obama? <laughs> no, no. I, they, he just, they just sent me, uh, like, a letter. And, but, uh, yeah, I mean... 
that's that's good enough for me, you know. It's not it's not about that far, but uh, that was good too. Well, you'll you'll save the White House trip for when you guys win the World Series up here one day, right? That's when you'll go visit. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk a little bit more about UNICEF then, so because I know you're really active with that. You know, talk more about that organization and exactly what it is. Yeah, they, they help. Uh, they help out in uh, Africa. They give aid. Um, they. Uh, I actually have a, a site set up, and then you can go in there and. Um, Donate money, um, uh, and actually in the in the off season, I you know I, I got more, I got more time to do that, but uh, I still got the site set up and just people can donate money and um, they just help out kids in Africa, aid, food, water, um, any time any help they uh, they need over there. So it's just a it's, I, just, I always wanted to do that, give back, and um, baseball gave gave me the opportunity to do it. So. Yeah, and, and you know, another award that you got, you know, bestowed upon you was the Mike Sweeney Award from the Royals. What did that mean to you? And did you get to talk to Sweeney a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it, it was funny because uh, my parents, well, when we got to spring training, that they give those they give those awards out um, about like three weeks in, I think. But I, uh, Mike Sweeney called my dad, I guess, the day before. But my dad didn't tell me that I won it, and um, so I was sitting in the chair and. When he, I, you know, I was listening to the speech, and when he said my name, I, I kind of like, I didn't even move because I didn't, I, I wasn't expecting my name to be called. <laughs> so then the guy next to me kind of bummed me. He's like, "Hey, they they say your name." So I'm like, "Oh, like really?" I like I was shocked, like I was surprised. And, <laughs> I mean, it was a great honor. Yeah, I talked to, I talked to uh, Mike uh, that day, uh, and he was, he, he wasn't, he didn't tell me that I won it. But he was talking to me a lot, and, and I didn't even expect that I was going to win, you know, his award. So it was kind of funny. But uh, Mike's always go, he always goes to the leagues. Um, last year he went to Lexington, and this uh, this year he did as well. So every time he's around, I always talk to him, and he always gives me uh, great advice. So he's a great guy, and you know, it's, you know, he's a, he's a guy to follow. He's a great character, and that's that's a guy that I should follow. So. Yeah, one of the best guys in the game. Now, another guy from your home country of uh, Puerto Rico there. Now, uh, Roberto Clemente back in the day. So, obviously, you know, you weren't around when he was around, but I'm sure you've heard all about him and all that good stuff. I mean, is he somebody that you've kind of looked up to, his legacy, and, 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 you know, how he tried to help people and be a you know humanitarian person? Is that somebody you've kind of looked up to? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I wasn't around when he played, but, uh, I mean, Puerto Rico – Roberto Clemente, you know, is a hero not only in Puerto Rico but in a lot of Latin America uh, countries. So he's a great guy to follow. I mean, he he passed away sacrificing himself, you know, trying to get aid, you know, to people in need. So that's if you can follow that example, I mean, that's he's a great guy to follow and great character. Um, but yeah, I wasn't around obviously when when he played, but you know, I always see video. He he hustled man when he played. So. I mean, I use, uh, I, you know, in the leagues, I try to use his number as much as I can. Not all, you know, I can't always pick, but uh, I used it uh, in Burlington, and then I used his number uh, this year in Lexington. But, oh, you know, every, when I see that number, you know, you always think of that, and, you know, you, you try to mimic the way he played and the way he carried himself. Yeah, what a what a great player he was. Well, I want to talk more about today, but let's let's go way back then. Let's work our way back to 2015. So let's go back. So you're born in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Then you started playing baseball at the age of four. Now I know your uncle uh, Nino played for the Reds, and your cousin Ruben in the Brewers organization, and both of them got into scouting and executives after their careers. And your dad's a, a you know a doctor, your mom's a nurse. So I mean, are your mom and dad pretty big baseball fans? Do they kind of you know get you going too? Yeah, I mean it was funny. Um... My dad, my dad uh, the first, you know, activity when I was little, 
uh, he tried karate, so I was doing karate, and he said I didn't like it. So a uh, friend, a friend of his, um, uh, gave him a golf, a little golf club for me. So I was swinging it like a bat. So my dad's like, "Oh, let's try baseball." So at the age of yeah, three, four, four-ish, I started playing baseball, and I've been playing ever since. So it, it, that was, you know, thank God I those golf clubs. <laughs> Yeah, no, no kidding. What kind of medicine does your dad do then? Is he like an, is a, an internal medicine? Is that what I saw? Yeah, internal medicine. Yeah, yeah, he's doing that. And uh, my mom was a nurse, and they met in New York. New York. My dad was doing his uh, residency in New York, and my mom was a nurse. So that's how they met. Kind of, kind of funny story. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool. Now, I, I when I when I Google you and learn more about you, I, I you know I get the Puerto Rican boxer with your same name. I'm, I'm assuming no relation at all, right? No distant no, relative. We, no. No, I've met, I've met him before, and I told him, "Hey, we have the same name," and he just laughed. But yeah, we we have no relation at all. People people actually when I was when I was in Puerto Rico in Little League, and I used to play infield, so the coach, the third base coach, would always tell me, "Hey, is is Alfredo Escalera the boxer your dad or?" Is, you know, I was like, "No." It was always like a confusion, but no, we're we're not related. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, how about your favorite team growing up? Then favorite player growing up? Uh, I like Bernie Williams. Uh, well, growing up, I was a Yankee fan because my mom was from Brooklyn, New York, so I kind of, you know, she was always a Yankee fan, so I followed, you know, whatever she was following. But I was a huge Bernie Williams fan. He's, he's a Puerto Rican, so, you know, he was an outfielder, too. And uh, recently, they, they retired his number, so I was pretty cool. But, yeah, he was my favorite player. Yeah, and, and another guy that played for the Yankees, who I've seen a photo with on your website, is, a, you know, Panama- Panamanian. There we go. Mariano Rivera. You've, have you gotten to know him pretty well, too? Yeah, I met him. Uh, he was in Puerto Rico. Um, he always goes to Puerto Rico every year, and I got the chance to meet him. And he's a great guy. Like he's very humble. Like I got to talk with him a little bit. And I wasn't signed when I met him, so I was like, that was the year I think I signed. It was I was either fifteen or sixteen. But yeah, he's a great guy. Very humble. Very very nice guy. Now, you and your family moved to Bradenton, Florida then in 2008. So IMG Academies kind of invites you to train at their facilities there. So, I mean, how important has IMG been to your development, you know, as both a baseball player and a man, too? I mean, it was – when I was uh, going into high school, uh, my dad uh, was looking into, like, baseball academies in, in the States and um, because basically he wanted me to get, like, the most hours playing baseball. So because in Puerto Rico, I think I was practicing twice – twice a week and then games on the weekend so a friend of his told him about IMG and then we went to a uh, went to a couple camps when I was 9 10 and 11 till the age of 14 in the summers so we really liked it and the director of um, of IMG at the time Kim Bullock he told my dad you know um, it would be great if he could come here full time so we did we did that leap and I think it was one of the best decisions we ever made because I got the playing time. I, we played every, you know, we practiced from one to five every day, and then we played on the weekends. So it was definitely, you, you, I definitely got the playing time for four years while while I was there, and um, we played the whole school year. Other other high schools just play like maybe the second half. You know what I mean? So I was I was definitely getting the hours, and it definitely paid off. And I still go in the off season uh, for a month before spring training to get ready. So. Well, you also, uh, it was Destiny, right? Didn't you play for the IMG Royals, too, in high school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they switched the names a couple of times, IMG did, but I think the last year was the IMG Royals. Now they changed it to the Avengers, but the year I was a senior, I think it was the IMG Royals, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> Destiny, man. Now, how about that adjustment? You know, what was it like moving from Puerto Rico to Florida? Was that an easy transition for you? Um, 
Yeah, it was. I mean, it, I thought it was going to be worse. It wasn't bad because I mean, I knew I knew English already, and the, the hard part was leaving the family. I think like grandparents, uncle, cousins. That was a that was the hardest part. You know, I spent friends too. But other than that, I mean, I caught up pretty pretty well. I mean, I felt at home there, so it wasn't that bad. Now, uh, one of your coaches there I wanted to ask you about, a guy I used to watch catch for the Omaha Royals, I remember watching him play a cup of coffee in the big leagues, is Andy Stewart. So he he coaches there for IMG. Talk about him and what he's like. Yeah, Andy's a man. Like, as soon as he got – I think he got there when I was a sophomore. And I, that guy, I love that guy. As soon as I got there, he, he took me under his wing, you know, and he always was telling me, you know, to work harder. We work in the cage. And it was all – and he, he, he was always telling me, like, he, he uh, threw me pizza, Carlos Delgado. Like, he was always making jokes. But he's a great guy. Also, Edgar Caceres, he was, he's, a, he's a coach there. Yeah. Um, when I was there, four years he coached me. So he's another guy that played for the Royals. When I, when I got drafted by the Royals, they both were like, oh, we both played for the Royals. You know, that was, that was pretty funny. And I still, you know, I still go to back to IMG, and Edgar's the guy. You know, Edgar's the hitting coach there. So I work with them in the offseason, too. And, and Andy too. When I was when uh, he, he left IMG, but uh, last year when I went to IMG, trained uh, Andy and Edgar were there both. So that was pretty fun. I remember Edgar too. He was a great infielder, a great defensive infielder. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. He, he's still at IMG right now. Great. That's cool. That's cool. And he also, yeah. I think he coached for the Reds, didn't he, for a while in the minor leagues or managed? He, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. And then he then he got to IMG. He went to IMG after coaching. Yeah. For the I, Reds. Yeah, I know way too much useless info. <laughs> so, a high school senior then. So you're all state baseball, and then a national honor society member as well. So you're all ready to go to uh, what get business school there at Stetson University and play baseball. What made you choose Stetson? Um, Stetson. I wanted a Florida school. Um, I was I was committed to my junior year. I committed to Florida State, and then I decommitted my senior year. So after that, I was I was choosing between uh, it was a couple a couple choices from Florida, but Stetson I felt like it was the right choice. Um, the Hatters, um, yeah, they had a they got a great a great uh, business school, so that's why I picked them. And then uh, eighteen different major league organizations scouted you then as a senior in high school. So the Royals ultimately drafted you, of course. Alex Mesa kind of led those efforts. I mean, do you have any specific memories of Alex first approaching you or watching you, or was there a time that you kind of knew the Royals were very interested in you? Uh, about uh, yeah, uh, when I was a junior, I saw Alex uh, in the dugout at IMG, but I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was a scout for the Royals. Actually, I never told him this. I had to call him tell him. But uh, he was he was looking at me, and the trainer uh, he asked the trainer who I was, and the trainer actually told uh, he, he was just asking my age, and at the time I think I was 15, so the trainer didn't know my age, so he she told her she told him uh, that I was 17, so Mesa kind of like I think he left after that, but uh, <laughs> so I was kind of I was like man you gotta tell her I was 15, <laughs> you know that was diff- the age difference in high school is huge yeah so so after that my senior year. I was in a perf- IMG went to a perfect game uh, tournament, so I was playing in that. And uh, after a game, uh, Alex approached me, and I was like one sixty maybe. I was a little guy by that, you know, by that by that time. And this big guy comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, I like how you play." He gave me a letter, and after that, you know, he's Alex. I mean, I stayed in touch ever since. And you know, as soon as Alex was the first scout. Out of all, all the teams, he was the first guy that approached me. So that's why I fell in love with the Royals uh, after that. 
Well, he, he's done some great work, too. And then, uh, so you end up being the youngest player selected in draft history then, all the way back to 1965. You're like 17.3 years old or something like that. Eighth round, 2012. So were the Royals the team you thought would take you? And then what do you remember about the actual draft day? Um, yeah, uh, well, that day came, and I wasn't sure it was going to draft me. But uh, I was with my family. We, we plugged the computer in the... We we plugged up here at the TV, so the rounds kept going and going. And um, Lonnie Galbert called me before their eighth, uh, before the eighth round pick, and he basically told me that they were going to draft me. And you know, I I didn't. It was it was an indescribable feeling. You know, that's every guy. Every that was my dream since I was little to sign professionally. So as soon as he said that, you know, I felt good. But it was way better when they actually called my name. And I heard, you know, my actual name being the Royals pick, Alfredo Escalera. So that was a great moment. Like I think I still I still have the video. My mom cries in the background. Like I didn't even I didn't even know what to do. So it was a great feeling. Now you've uh, I, I've read you often get compared uh, to another guy from Puerto Rico, uh, Carlos Beltran. So I mean, have you gotten to meet him before? And then I'm assuming you probably are, are humbled and like that comparison. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a great comparison. Um, uh, actually, I've, I've not met him yet, but it's definitely a good comparison. They say they say uh, I, I, I used to play like him when, when he was younger, so that's a great comparison. It's definitely like, uh, another guy to actually follow as well. Yeah, a guy that played in Wilmington too, of course. Um, so yeah. w- within a couple of weeks of signing then, so you finished off 2012 with the AZL Royals. You hit 303, and then that next year, like you mentioned earlier, the Appy League uh, with the Burlington, North Carolina Royals. So you finished in the top 20 batting average, like fifth in doubles. You got on base at 333. So when you think back to the Appy League in Burlington, what do you what do you remember most about that? Wow, uh, it feels like it was ages ago, but yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> yeah. As soon as I got to Burlington, I, like, I was excited, you know, first time playing in front of fans. Um, it was definitely great. Uh, all the guys that were there, uh, we played in AZL together, so. Um, but it was, it was definitely fun, you know, actually playing in front of people, and I was excited about that as soon as I got to Burlington. It was a, it was, it's a tough league, like, compared to AZL, obviously, but at the time, I was 18, and, you know, you know, playing in front of fans for the first time, it's like, alright, this is different, but I, I got used to it, and so it, it was definitely fun for for a first year playing in front of people. And then last year, and then the start of this year, you're in the Sally League. So you're obviously two to three years younger than the average player in those leagues. And uh, I mean, you exploded this year. So nine home runs and 438 at bats last year. You had eight and 262 this year. Your batting average went up 92 points. You know, this year compared to last year. So obviously, uh, you know, you've, you've taken a big step forward this year. I mean, what's your favorite memories of playing in Lexington? Uh, Lexington. Uh, I, I think the playing in Lexington was fun. I mean, the stadium is, is nice. Um, the favorite memory this it was this year. I made a I made a good catch. The game was actually televised. Uh, I don't remember who televised it, but it was televised. And the game was two uh, zero. We were winning, and they had a they had a, a two man on base, and actually made a diving play with two outs in the eighth to end the inning. So that was. My favorite Lexington uh, memory. Yeah, for sure. And then, so I wanted to ask you about the, you know, the progress this year. Is is it just one of those things where the experience of getting the at bats and you know that's uh, is it more of that or is it adjustments or is it both? Like, what do you owe the success to this year? The step forward this year? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I mean, last year was my first full season, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um, but uh, this this off season, I got I got ready for 
for this season. And as soon as I got selected, I knew I knew to what I know I know I knew what I was expecting. I know what I, what I was gonna be dealing with. So it was definitely you know the experience from last year helped for this year. When I got there, it was like second nature. Like I don't know if something clicked. Like I felt comfortable. Um, last year, I, I got there. No, you know, it was the first year, full season. You know, uh, last year or when I was in Burlington, I only played. I think it was fifty some games. So I, I knew I was gonna play almost double the games. So I think it, you know the experience from last year to this year. I knew what to expect. I knew I knew what was coming. So it definitely helped me out. Like I said, you were you know getting on base three fifty six. The Royals gave you a midseason call up. I mean, what are you working on the most at the moment there with Wilmington? Uh, it's definitely adjusting the pitchers. It's better pitching. Um, they uh, they locate the ball better. I mean, the umpire's a little bit better, so that's better for us. But uh, I'm just you know trying to uh, do adjustments to to go back what I was doing in Lexington and um, just just doing my mini adjustments to get to get back to that. And I wanted to ask you about a few of your teammates here real quick. One of them, uh, you know, you played with at Lexington, and he pitched tonight, actually. Uh, talk about Pedro Fernandez. Pedro, Pedro's been good. I mean, he played. He got called up last year when we were at Lexington. He throws very he throws very well, um, has command of his fastball. His fastball is a great pitch. Um, he's young, too. He's another young guy um, that's, you know, gone through the system pretty fast. But uh, he went to the All-Star game with me in uh, – Lexington, so we had a we had fun in that, and um, he's been a you know he's been a great teammate, great guy so far, and he's gonna do good things for the Royals. And a couple of outfielders I wanted to ask you about: uh, Elier Hernandez and Samir Duenas. Elier, yeah, Elier's you know, got called up with me here. Uh, we're both in Wilmington. We played together for two years already, and it's been great playing next to him. Uh, we understand each other in the outfield. That's hard to get some uh, sometimes with some guys, but. We I play center. He's he's been playing right, and we we you know we clicked. Um, and in the lineup, we almost hit. You know, he either hit first or before me, or I hit I hit after. So we're 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 pretty close pretty close by now. So um, and and Samir doing it. Samir is he's a he's a great guy. Um, he uh, he's young. He's very young, and he's been you know trying to do adjustments the, the same the same thing I did when I was in Lexington. But he's a great hitter. He has power, you know, for a lefty guy. He hasn't clicked yet with a power part, but he's going to be a great player for the Royals too. Well, last three questions for you are kind of away from the field. So, you know, besides baseball, besides volunteering with UNICEF and doing that stuff, I mean, what else do you do for fun? What else keeps you busy away from the park? Uh, I like going to the movies. Uh, I like I'm a movie guy going to the theater, and uh, I also I love being with my family, spending time with them, eating dinner with them. Um, they were actually here uh, a couple weeks ago. The whole family came from Puerto Rico, so I, I got to see my grandparents, cousins, um, aunts. You know, they were all they they made a road trip up here just to come watch me play. So I love spending time with my family, especially in the off season when I when I got to be with them more. You know, <clears throat> what uh, if you had to pick two or three favorite movies of all time? What would you pick? Uh, Sandlot. Yes. Uh, baseball movies. I love baseball movies. Yes. Uh, Sandlot. Uh, I'm gonna say Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Old and, school. Yeah, when I was little, I used to watch those movies every single day. <laughs> Did you watch uh, <laughs> Little Big League ever? The, the Twins guy. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one too, and I I, I love the Benchwarmers too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see? Uh, I'm assuming you've seen Sugar, right? Or heard of Sugar before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I saw that movie as well. Yeah, that, I've seen all the baseball movies. I love baseball movies. Okay, I mean, for me, it's Sugar and for Love of the Game. Those are the 
two best yeah, ones. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, well, well, thanks so much for all your time. I guess last thing I have for you is, you know, what would you like to say to Rails fans listening right now? Uh, yeah, I just want to tell them that I'm I'm very excited to to be going through the Royal system and uh, eventually uh, playing Kansas City in front of great fans and just excited to get to you know get to go to Kansas City and play uh, the big leagues with them. So I'm just excited to get there. Well, we're enjoying uh, following you, and you know it's really cool hearing from you and and you know seeing your progress both on the field and then hearing the you know the amazing things you're doing to give back off the field and all that. So thanks for doing that, and you know working hard, and hopefully uh, we'll see you up here in a couple of years, and we'll be talking to you for years to come, man. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, I appreciate it.